the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, Episode 97. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Stressed Out Caregiver Podcast, the show dedicated to providing tips and strategies to everyone caring for an aging parent, spouse, or elderly loved one. My name is Casey Price, and this podcast exists to help make your job, the job of caring for your elderly loved one, a lot less stressful. And before we jump into today's discussion, I quickly want to mention my new Facebook group that I've started. It's called the Stressed Out Caregiver Support Group. It's a closed group for people caring for a loved one, looking for a community of like-minded people helping, sharing, and supporting each other. Send a request to join. We'll approve you. No questions. And we're really excited to have you uh, in the group. And actually, I said we'll approve you no questions, but there actually are two questions. If you want access to the group, you have to answer two questions. Number one, the question number one is, are you caring for an aging parent, a spouse, or an elderly loved one? Are you a caregiver right now? And then question number two is, are you going to be helpful, supportive, and positive in your interaction with the other people in the group? Look, it's a support group. I want it to be a safe place for everyone where we can interact with each other and do our best to help make life less stressful for each of us, to help raise our loved one's quality of life. Of life, and, and by raising their quality of life, you know, it'll raise your quality too. So join the group. Let's get interactive. Let's share with each other and do our best to take the stress out of caring for your loved one. Because, you know, as I truly believe, and I think everyone should believe, caring for a loved one shouldn't be stressful. Hopefully the group will help to make that a little or a lot less stressful. So join the Facebook group, the Stressed Out Caregiver Support Group. I can't wait to see you there. I'll be interacting in the group as much as I can, and hopefully you'll be able to share with each other. But let's jump into today's topic because it's an important topic and it's something that that comes up a lot when you're caring for an aging parent, a spouse, or an elderly loved one because as they spend their money, as they dial in towards the possibility of needing Medicaid, the issue of a prepaid funeral funeral will come up. So you're going to want to understand what they are and the benefits and and some actually cons of of the prepaid funeral, but there's actually a lot of benefits to pre-planning a funeral. So it is one of the hardest things that people do during the caregiving process, for for some people that is. You know, for some people, it's really an easy conversation. Let's talk about the end so that we're all clear on what you would want when the time comes that that you've passed away and we're going to have your funeral services, what is it that you would want us to do for you? Um, some have no problem with that conversation, especially when one spouse passes and they're talking to the surviving spouse who's you know gone through it now once, and, and and they often want to share their feelings and thoughts about what they would want for themselves in their funeral. But for for those where where you're bringing it up for the first time, where you're uncomfortable having this conversation. It can be very difficult, but it is really a conversation worth having, despite the fact you you really want to put it off. Have the conversation. Be clear on what your loved one would want, because I'll tell you, if you don't have the conversation in advance and they pass away and you find yourself wondering and guessing and and dealing with the stress of their passing and then trying to give them what they would have wanted 
when you really don't know what they would have wanted, it only increases the stress at a difficult time. So if you can have the conversation in advance, it definitely makes things much easier when the time comes that you're dealing with the grief of having lost someone you love. Now, there are some great benefits to pre-planning a funeral and pre-paying for a funeral. Um, So let's talk about some of them. It's always less stressful when your loved one has passed away if you've if you've done the pre-planning. Just like I said, there's less you have to do at a difficult time. In addition, most people actually spend less when they pre-plan a funeral than if they wait until after their loved one passes away in order to plan and pay for the funeral. Now, why would that be? Because when you're doing it in advance, lots of times you're you're thinking logically. You're looking at things at costs, at, at making sure that you're giving your loved one what they want and doing it in a cost-effective way. Why waste money on services and things you might not need or that wouldn't make it any much nicer than it would be if you if you spend a little less money because I'll tell you there's not much difference between a funeral that costs you know seventy five hundred dollars and a funeral that costs ten thousand dollars now I'm, I'm pulling those numbers out of the air but I want to illustrate the fact that you know you really don't notice I've, I I have to admit I, I don't think I can ever recall walking into a funeral and saying to myself man this is a cheap funeral you know, I, I, that thoughts never crossed my mind. You know, when the when the church or the funeral home is is filled with flowers and and there's there's people there in conversation and 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 you're you're thinking of all of the the wonderful times you had with the person who's passed away. You're not looking and judging the quality of the casket or or different things in you know different parts of the funeral. You're you're it's the overall feeling that you have. And I'll tell you, people don't notice when funerals cost more or less in many situations. You know, I mean, if you go overboard and it's an opulent funeral, then people may notice, like, wow, a gold plated casket. That might jump out at people. Uh, but in most situations, you're not going to notice the difference between a few thousand dollars here and there and the total cost of the funeral. And I'm serious, a few thousand dollars can go unnoticed if you upgrade things they may not notice that you've done that and so why spend the money if you don't have to if you're really not going to get a benefit from it if you wait till after your loved one passes away well then emotion starts to drive the situation there's guilt there's there's spending only for the best for my loved one I wouldn't I want them to have the best and you spend more money than you otherwise might have if you were more logical and, and, and really looked at it as you know, trying to get value for your dollars, which most people do when they pre-plan, or at least more so than if they plan after someone has passed away and they're grieving the loss. The other thing about prepaying a funeral is that you can usually protect money from the cost of their care by prepaying a funeral. So what does that mean? That means if, if someone has $20,000 and, um, you know they don't have a prepaid funeral and and they're they're in a nursing home and they're spending $10,000 a month if they take $10,000 out of the 20 and prepay a funeral with that money they can use money that they otherwise would spend because they'd give it to the nursing home to pay for care here they're giving the nursing home one less month of care buying a funeral that they're going to need at some point in the future if they don't prepay that funeral before they go on medicaid well what happens then they have no money when you go on medicaid you really have no money there aren't funds of Available when you pass away to purchase a funeral. Medicaid's not going to give you a funeral. Nobody gives you a free funeral. There may be some money available towards a funeral um, from Social Security, but it's not going to pay for the funeral. So if if they don't use their funds, if your loved one doesn't use their funds 
during the spend down process and purchase that funeral and all the money's gone and they go on Medicaid and they pass away, then the family's going to have to pay for the funeral. And that's an expense the family shouldn't have to pay for when the when your loved one who was in the nursing home and spending down had funds that could be used to purchase the funeral. So if, if you prepay that funeral before they go on Medicaid, you will be able to use money that would have otherwise had to be spent on care to offset the cost of the funeral so the family doesn't have to pay for it after your loved one passes away. I hope this makes sense. If it doesn't, send me an email and I'll be sure to clarify it. But but I, I, I hope it makes sense. A person in a nursing home spending their money, if they don't prepay a funeral, somebody's going to have to pay for it at, at some point in the future. So if they can prepay the funeral with their own money that they're spending down, it will save the family from having to pay for it in the future. Like I said, I hope this makes sense. Uh, let me know if it doesn't. You can always send an email. A couple other things real quick. P- prepaying a funeral can lock in costs. In some situations, it locks in a cost. So you you pay X for the funeral. Even if the cost of the funeral goes up, they will honor the price you paid for the funeral and the services that you paid for. So it can lock it in. But in many situations, it doesn't. So a lot of people are caught off guard. They think they've locked in the cost of the funeral only to find out after their loved one passes away that it wasn't locked in. And they do have to come up with the difference between what was paid for the funeral plus any interest the money received that was paid for the funeral and the actual cost of the funeral at the time they need it. So you have to be careful um, to make sure that the money you paid, whether it, whether it's locked in and you don't have to c- take any more money out of pocket to pay any increased costs or, or if, if you're just paying for the cost now and any interest would be applied and you'd be responsible for the difference at some point in the future if the actual cost of the funeral is more than is on account at the time you need to use the funeral. Another thing is this, you know, when you give money to the funeral home, uh, what happens if they go out of business, right? Is the money gone? Well, see where the money's going to go. Is the, money, the In some states, New Jersey, for instance, has a trust that the money goes into that's administered by the state uh, or the funeral directors association in the state. And that money's there and it's protected. So if the funeral home you used to make your plans goes out of business, the money will still be there. Other states, the, the funeral home actually holds the money. So you're, you run the risk of potential loss if the funeral home goes out of business. So take a look, see where the money's going to go, who's holding it, how, how is it protected for you in the, in the event something happens at the funeral home? Is your money going to be there for your loved one or could it potentially be lost? You want to you research into that. Now, what are some alternatives to actually giving money to the funeral home when you, pre, when you pre-plan a funeral and pre-pay for a funeral? Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. Uh, one is you may be able to purchase a life insurance policy that's earmarked towards the funeral. Medicaid may approve that, allow you to hold a life insurance policy that is dedicated towards the purchase of the funeral. So that is an option in some states where you can do that. Another option is a burial fund. Some states allow you to have an account where you put money into the account for use at the time of passing to purchase a funeral and Medicaid allows you to do that. That's not available in every state, uh, but it may be available in yours. So these are alternatives where you, you don't want to get stuck 
giving money to a funeral home only to find out later that the funeral home goes out of business and your money is gone. These are alternatives that help you protect against that. And just like in some states where there's a trust or a fund where the money is held that protects against the funeral home going out of business and and losing your money. Um, it can happen, so you want to just make sure you understand what's going on as you as you deal with this and prepay and pre-plan the funeral. I hope this is helpful. You know, these funerals, it's a common topic and conversation when somebody's spending money on long-term care. You will hear about it, about prepaying and pre-planning a funeral. Hopefully, this episode makes you a little more comfortable doing that, gives you some good reasons why you want to consider doing it, and gives you some things to think about as you're going through with the process to make sure you're protecting the the cost and expense you're laying out, uh, and the funeral. so the funeral will be there at the at the future point in time when you need it. So let me know if you have any questions about this. You know, you know my email address. It's K-C-C-A-S-E-Y at thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Keep on the lookout for more episodes. There, there is great information. Remember at the website, thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Join the Facebook group, the 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 stressed out caregiver support group, right on Facebook. Be sure to join it. I think you'll get a lot out of that. And um, you know, there's there's a lot going on here and there's a lot of ways we can help each other to make this process of caring for your loved one a lot less stressful. Um, remember to go to the site and get my guide if you haven't done that yet. Uh, the website, thestressedoutcaregiver.com. Get the guide how to find and pay for assisted living and nursing home care or as I often call it, how to get the best possible care in the best possible place for the best possible price. And remember, if you like the podcast, subscribe to it and if you don't mind leaving a rating and a review, I'd be very appreciative. So today, and as always, this show is based in New Jersey law. You know, we're going to go through the disclaimer like we always do, right? Today and as always, the show is based in New Jersey law. The laws in your state might be different. The content of this show is not intended to be legal advice, but rather information so you can find the help you and your elderly loved one need to provide each of you with the highest possible quality of life and the least amount of stress. Please remember, my name is Casey Price. I am uh, the person behind the StressedOutCaregiver.com and this, the Stressed Out Caregiver podcast, and now the Stressed Out Caregiver support group on Facebook. I hope uh, that I'll be talking to you soon. I hope I get to interact with you. And until I have that privilege, I wish you nothing but the best. <laughs>